0: Welcome to Swords, Spears and Arrows with Camille Babin, a podcast that features messages on spiritual formation, soul care, and a book club to help you win the battle within. Hello and welcome to Swords, Spears and Arrows. I'm your host Camille Babin. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. We you can also follow us on on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel You can just type Camille Babin and you will have access not only to this podcast but you will also have access to our marketplace intercession that goes live every monday at 7 pm eastern standard time along with other things that i'm so excited about so you don't want to miss that because on this platform the, the podcast only you will not have access to everything that is coming coming soon on the on the channel so make sure that you subscribe that you follow us that you like us even on social media um I just hope you have a great week. And uh, I've been excited about this season, and I've been excited even about uh, the different words that the Lord has allowed me to share. And this week, I I felt the same. It's still the, the same excitement because I never know what He will ask me to share, what, what word He will give me. And I'm always anticipating because I know that the Word is supposed to first minister to me. It's supposed to change me. It's supposed to empower me or encourage me or even correct me and challenge me. Um, so as I'm you know, seeking the Lord's face for, for the word, I don't just seek for a word that I can share for other people. I also seek for a word for myself. I also seek for something that will help me grow, that will give me direction, that will give me clarity, instruction as to the way that I'm supposed to go, as to the way I'm supposed to live this life that we all recognize that doesn't really belong to us once we say yes to to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And uh, throughout the week, um, actually, I had the opportunity of going away. I traveled with a group of ladies. It's uh, a few of us, uh, Sisters in the Lord, we had an amazing time, we had an amazing time. Uh, we just went for the weekend, and as we went, because we knew we are going on a on a prayer trip, it was really that type of, uh, of, of, of trip. And because of that, we knew that everything that we saw, whether it be numbers or, you know, just the name of somebody, meeting people, we knew, not to say that it was, it's not supposed to be like that every day, but because when you're on that type of assignment, it just heightened, it's just a different level, or maybe you just feel more inclined to pay attention to the various details that you wouldn't pay attention to otherwise in your normal routine, in your normal environment. So we were going uh, uh, on the plane, and as we went, we all have diff- we all had different seating assignments, we had different uh, seats, and there was one that was sitting right in front of me, and um, when we boarded and she had some, somebody next to her and I didn't, I, there was nobody sitting next to me. So she looked back and she said, if nobody comes, I will come and sit by you. I said, OK, fine. And next thing I know, uh, we were already taking off. The plane was taking off and nobody came. But she was talking to somebody, the person that was sitting next to her. And I could tell that they had such a great conversation. And I could tell also in my spirit that this was the place that the Lord has assigned for her. She was supposed to talk to that man. She was supposed to have the conversation that she was having. And I wasn't eavesdropping or anything, but, I mean, the seats are so close, But I could hear her at some point praying for the man. I could hear her talking about the Lord and the Holy Spirit and so forth. And I was smiling as I was reading on the plane, I had something to read. I was just reading my book. And it made me smile because even when we we got off the plane and she said, you know, I couldn't move because I knew that I had to stay to stay in my seat and talk to the men. And it was just so powerful. And she was just giving an account of, you know, the faithfulness of God and how he was able to minister to the men through her. And sure enough, we stayed there for the weekend. And on our way back, same thing again, I checked my, my seat and I see that number, I see 24, and the number 24 has a very particular meaning to me, not because of the number itself, but it represents like, if you will, it's the double of number 12, which is very, very much a number that I know the Lord has given me. And so when I saw it, I said, wow, it's double 12. So I'm expecting, you know, the level of of expectation was already rising up in me because I knew it was a number that meant something to me. So I said, if it meant something to me, obviously God has something to speak about. And maybe at this point you're not following, but just hold on and I will, I'm will. i unveiling what I'm, I'm about to share now. So I saw the number and I said, 24, that's my number. And it was funny also because I was telling the, the girls, I said, I kind of sit, the. I'm the last one, you know, on the way back, I was the last one on the last, not the last one on the plane, but out of. All five of us, I was the one sitting the furthest. And on the way back, it was the same thing as well. So as soon as we get on the plane and I'm trying to get to my seat, I get there and I see that my seat is taken. And I could see a group of, actually, there were just three. And I, I, I presumed they wanted to sit together. So that's why she took my seat. She wanted to sit next to a friend. But when I looked and I said, I think you, you're in my seat. And she looked at me. She said, oh, Really? I said, yes, you are. And she started to apologize. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. I didn't pay attention. But I knew she wanted to be close to a friend. And let me tell you something right here. In other circumstances, I don't think I would have minded. I would have just asked uh, where she was sitting. And we would have just exchanged. I would have taken a seat. And that would be the end of it. And it would be fine. Because I understand, you know, that I've been there also where you want to sit close to the person that you know. So I wouldn't mind at all. But it's like in that moment, I just couldn't give up my seat. I just knew that before I got on the plane, I knew the number and I knew that because of the number, there was something specific. Although I didn't understand the fullness, I couldn't see the whole whole picture, but I knew that there was something. And because also of the nature of our trip, I knew for sure that everything was significant. Every detail was important because I know God, I know the character of God. I know that God doesn't do anything by accident. He's very intentional, he's very deliberate. God uh, calculates every move. He knows exactly why he places us at a certain time, at a certain moment, you know, at a certain place. So I know that the, 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 the place, the seat was important. It wasn't just a seat, it wasn't just a number. It wasn't just, it doesn't matter anyway, we're all getting to the same destination. And why do I feel like the Lord want me to share that today? Because it's very important. the same way I had to learn that lesson very quickly, I know that it would be important for you to also hear it and learn it. Sometimes we give away the seat that God has prepared for us because we don't understand. Sometimes we minimize the great things that God is doing because he hasn't fully unfolded, because it's not fully unveiled. We don't grasp the whole Uh, meaning or the entire picture. We don't have an idea of what's playing behind the scene. And because we can see what's behind the scene, it's easy for us to forsake those things. It's easy for us to trade it. And I realized after I sat in the lady, I I stood there in the plane and I was waiting for her to literally free my seat because I knew in my heart that there was no way that I could give up my seat. There was no way that I would sit anywhere else because I knew this was a seat that the Lord has reserved for me. So she had to get up and find her seat. And I sat there. And when I sat there, I felt that feeling. I don't know if it ever happened to you before or not. But I felt in my spirit, I felt in my heart that I did the right thing. And I'm not saying that to say, don't give up. I'm not saying don't don't be kind. I'm not saying don't be nice. I'm not saying, you know, that we can be helpful or we can make sacrifice. But as I reflected on that and I felt like the Lord wanted me to share, I had to to realize myself the importance of that moment. I had to realize what that represented. And even the Lord He used that just as an example to show me how many of us and in many occasions how quick we, we we've we've dismissed the things that He given us, how quick we 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 pass it along. We just gave it away. We just gave it up. And if you haven't uh, uh, really seen the big picture, if you can see and you like, it's just a seat, it's nothing. It is a seat. But let me take you to the scripture in Isaiah 61. And it's a scripture that uh, we, we, at least I love the scripture because it's a scripture that Isaiah prophesied. And even in the New Testament, when Jesus came in, he was in the temple in Look 4, I believe. And he, he stood and he said, That word, the same word that Isaiah had prophesied years and years before. And he says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that there may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that it may be glorified. So I read from verse 1 to verse 3 in Isaiah 61. And reading that scripture again, and even on that Sunday before we came back, I heard that word very clear. I heard the word planted, and that's the same scripture. That's the same word in the scripture here, the planting of the Lord. We are called oaks of righteousness because we planted in the Lord and by the Lord. So though you may think that there wasn't anything significant with what I just happened on the plane, I know there was because after hearing the word planted, I know that I, 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 don't, I don't happen to be somewhere. I don't happen to do something. I'm led by the Lord. And I think the scripture, the Bible is so clear when it said those that are led uh, by the spirit, they are the sons of God. So to be a son, you have to be led. And I know that being a son of God, I'm led by spirit. So I'm led to the place that I should sit. I'm led to the people that I should talk to. I'm led to the, the, the friends or even to the things that I put my hands to. And I think it's very important that we understand what God is doing with us and through us. And today, I just want to talk to you about that thing. I want to tell you, don't give up your seat. Don't give up your seat. Don't give up your position. Don't give up your assignment. There is a difference between doing the good thing and doing the God thing. And sometimes what we feel like is the good thing may not be what God has for us. I could have been good. I could have been nice. I could have been kind by just saying, it's okay. Take my seat. It's not a big deal. Because to me, it really was not a big deal. But to God, it is because I don't understand what God is doing. And although in the natural, it may just look like it's just a seat on a plane. Although it may just look like, you know, it's just a, 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 a position in line. Although it may just look like it's just a detour. It's not, you know, it's just going through this city and it's just so random. But if I'm, I, I take you back to the story of the Samaritan woman and you see that Jesus had to make a detour through Samaria to be able to minister to that lady, To that woman and change her life forever and impact a whole town, an entire uh, city just because of that encounter. If you know that that is true, then you also know that the things that seem coincidental, the things that seem to happen by accident, you say, I don't even know why I went to that school, I don't even know why you know, like I married this person. I don't even know why I so wanted maybe to have a boy and I have a girl or I wanted to have a girl and I have a boy or I so wanted, you know, to work in this place and I I didn't get the job and instead I, I, I I'm in this position or I wanted to go to this school and study that uh, subject and instead I find out, you know, I found myself studying something completely different. If those thoughts have ever crossed your mind, if you ever feel like you know, like I've done something that I I wanted to do something different or I should have done something different. I should have been somewhere different. I want you to know that God is leading you. God is placing you. God is, is the one that orchestrating all these things. And although it doesn't make sense today, although it doesn't make sense now, and instead of feeling frustrated, just ask the Lord, what is it that I should see? Why am I here? You know, why do you want me to, to do these things? Or even why this, this pe- person is sitting next to me? Why, you know, like you want me to sit in that seat? Why is it important? That's the question I had to ask. Because, you know, maybe like you, you, think, you feel like she could have given up her seat. Yes, I could have. But I knew that I could not because God didn't allow me to. And I didn't feel guilt. At all. There was no guilt and there shouldn't be any guilt when you do the right thing, when you do what God wants you to do. Because I knew that it wasn't just about a seed. I knew that there was something significant. And there are many times that we give up what God is doing because we don't see. You give away the seed because you don't know that God was about to plant it somewhere to become a forest for your family, to become a forest for your community, for your city, for your nation. And I understood. And as I came home, I got home and I kept asking and praying about it. I said, Lord, what is so significant about that number? If I tell you that same night, the Lord gave me an answer. That same night, I saw the, the, the connection, the relationship between those two events, between that number, the, what happened on the plane and things that I've been standing on, a promise of God that I've been standing on for years. And I saw the connection to that number. It was just a number. And I could hear the Lord saying, you know, like you feel that, that uh, uh, you know, as if he's telling you, I'm glad that you didn't give up your seat. I'm glad that you held on to it. I'm glad that you didn't let it go. I'm glad that you trusted me and you were patient enough to wait for me to show you the why. And there are times that it feels like it's not a big deal. And God said, just hold on and you will see that this is a big deal. You know, if you're not so quick to just being Miss Right or Mr. Right or Mrs. So Kind. We can never be more nice than the Lord. We can never love people more than God loves them. And sometimes when we feel like we're helping them, we don't even know that we may be hurting them. We may stop, you know, coming the, in and in, in be an obstacle as to what God is doing. We can come maybe and stand in the middle of what God is doing, not realizing that we actually stopping him from moving, from doing what he wants to do. What if my friend had just changed her seat to come sit next to me? She would have never been able to minister to minister to that man. She would have never been able to have that connection with the man and and speak into his heart and, and do you know what God had for him? Because it was so important to the Lord. Yes, it was just a seat. She could have just come and sit by me and it would have been fine. But God knew what he was doing. God knew what he wanted. In the same way for me, I knew that there was something more. And I feel so passionate about it because I know that that's the, that's the heart of the Father right now. He's speaking to us and he said, don't give up your seat. Don't give it up. God placed you somewhere and you say, I hate this place. I hate this job. I can't wait to get out of it. I'm, I hate this, this city. I hate this country. I can't wait to get out of here. And God is saying, don't give up your seat. Don't give up your seed. There are things that I'm working on. There are things that I'm doing. There's something that will come out of it. If only you wait, if only you trust me, if only you patient, if only you hold on. And I feel that in my spirit today. I feel that in my spirit that we can't let go, that we have to be careful not to, to, to let go of our of our seed, not to let go of the blessing, of the opportunity, just because we want to be nice, just because we want to be kind, just because we want the applause of men, just because we want to see a smile on someone's face. And I'm all for bringing a smile and make people smile, but I don't want to make people smile that are not supposed to be smiling. I never want to make them smile when God is frowning upon me. I want to make sure that when I make them smile, it's because the Father is smiling. I want to make sure that when I give my seed, it's because the Father is positioning them, is planting them. But I never want to give someone a place that they should never have. I never want to have a position that I was never supposed to have. I never want to trade what God is doing just because I want to help someone else. And if anything, if you haven't heard anything of what I've said today, I just hope that you will hear those words and they will, you will ask, bring it to the Lord and ask Him, Lord, what seat was I about to give up? Or what seat have I given up? And it may not be a physical space. It may not be something tangible. But there is something maybe in your heart that you're about to trade, that you're about to let go, that you're about to give, that God said, don't give it up yet. Don't let it go yet. Hold on to it. Don't give it up. Don't give it up. Don't give it away. And as I can sense it very strongly, I, 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 I'm praying for you. I'm praying that your eyes will be open. I'm praying that you will allow the Holy Spirit to plant you. I pray that you will allow him to show you where he's taking you. I pray that he will allow, you will allow him to show you even the, the, the magnitude of what he's doing. Even if it seems small. Even if it looks like there is nothing happening. Even if it, it seems so meaningless. Even if it, you know it makes no sense. Or even if it frustrates you. Even if it's painful, I pray that we will be able to tarry even in the place of frustration, even in the place of of pain. Because we know that God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And you are called according to his purpose. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. God has a, a specific assignment and a mission for you. And I really pray that your eyes will be open. You will be able to see all the details of your life. And you will never trade things because it's so easy for us to say, Oh, God will restore what the enemy has stolen. But the enemy has not stolen it all. There are things that we've given away. We have given those things away, not knowing, not understanding. So I pray today that you will understand. I pray today that you will get a revelation of what is yours, what God has placed inside of you, what he has placed in your hand. And you will not give those things away just because you don't understand, just because they're not fully mature, just because you don't see the role that they play in the big scheme of things. So that's my prayer for you today. And I pray that you will be blessed today. I pray that this message will encourage you. I pray that it will challenge you even to really revisit all the chapters of your life and ask the Lord, Lord, show me the things that I've given away. Show me the things that I let go go when I wasn't supposed to let go. Even the people that I let go show me the places where I came out too soon when it wasn't the time. So I really pray that God will reveal those things to you. And I pray that you will be able to make the difference between when it's time to give up, you know, give something away, to be kind and, and just uh, help someone, right? And just, you know, just help someone and just be kind. And when it's not about the kindness, but it's about the obedience. It's about being planted by the Lord. So I cannot wait to, t- to talk to you next week. And don't forget to follow us on YouTube also to subscribe to our channel so you can get the, the, the different lives that we do, the different prayers that we do, or whatever the Lord puts on our hearts to, to do. So I bless, I bless you in the name of the Lord, and thank you for tuning in again, and I, I hope you will be here next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Swords, Spears, and Arrows with Camille Babin, if you would like to find out more, check our website, www.havilasolutions.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Solutions. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any episode.